Hey guys, welcome back to Politics Hijacked. I'm Matthew and joined with me is my co-star. For goodness sake, Joe, wake the hell up! What? I like it when my grandkids rub my hairy legs. Joe, we love. What? Hey guys, welcome back to Politics Hijacked. I'm Matthew. And I'm Daniel. And in today's episode, if you're not aware, maybe you should join the Sleepy Club. We're speaking about the US elections. In recent months, the most prominent discussion has definitely been the results of the US elections. And if you aren't familiar with what's been going on, I think a quick summary that will give you everything you need to know is corruption, fraud, racketeering, cheating, scandals, and vote dumping. We have to really ask ourselves deeply, um, do we honestly think Joe Biden won? Did he? I remember waking up on the morning of election check uh, the of the election day, checking out the results on Fox News and on New York Times. And when I first checked in, Joe Biden was in the lead by a very small margin, maybe 50 electoral votes. I checked back an hour later, he's in the lead by 160 odd electoral votes. You have to ask yourself, is that possible? And if it is possible, how can he have jumped? Uh, so many electoral votes ahead. Was there fraud or were they possibly closing his blue states early? Yeah, I mean, and a clear indication that we see that there must have been some sort of discrepancy, well, there is some sort of discrepancy with the voting and the counting of the votes is a clear indicator of this is if we look at their rallies and their campaign events that they've had. And when we look at the sheer size of them and the the turnout at these events, we look at Barack Obama, there's hundreds of thousands of people turning out to his events. He gets like 69 million votes in his term. We then get Donald Trump, we've got hundreds and thousands of Americans coming out supporting him at his campaigns. He gets 70 million. And then you get Sleepy Joe. He's got one or two lost souls roaming around. They probably actually got lost when they were trying to look for the cafe on the corner. And I mean, Joe Biden wraps up far more votes. I think it was like 10 million more votes than Barack Obama. You have to ask yourself, is that possible? Could some guy who, by the way, many Democrats didn't even know who they Democrat uh, who the Democrat Party had elected to run for presidency. You can go check the out at uh, Liberty Hangout, how so many of the uh, uh, libertarians and, uh, well, not necessarily libertarians, but like the liberals, they were being asked, like, do you know who your vice president and your president uh, candidates are? No, they've never heard of him. And so can someone who many people have never heard of before sum up an additional 10 million votes for more than a guy who was probably one of the most liked people in America at the time. Yeah, so one of the major issues that I think we have with people with voting is that people don't actually know what's going on. People vote on emotion and emotional feeling and how they feel about certain things and not on facts. And I mean, you can't go around voting the way you feel because if you go around voting the way you feel, you're never going to fix anything because you're not voting with the facts. I mean, yeah, in South Africa, we have a clear indication of that. I mean, we've got the Western Cape. The Western Cape is probably the be- what well, is not probably it is the best run province in our country. And it's because the party that's running it is a far better party. Now, we're not saying there's no corruption in that party. There's corruption everywhere, but it's the better party. And when people go around voting for parties because this party goes out, promises you a T-shirt, 
promises you a bag of millimeal and a warm cup of soup every four years, and then you go and vote on them because of this emotional feeling that you have rather than the factual feeling, there's a reason why you're still living in a shack 20 years later. And a lot of people also vote based on what their grandma told them, especially yeah, in South Africa. A lo- lot of the people who are voting are voting based on, oh, grandma told me that the other side's racist, so then I'll have to vote for this side, even though they've done nothing 24 years later after they've been in power and after they promised us jobs and houses and healthcare and everything else and they've never delivered but we still vote for them because it's based on emotion and we see that in America as well with these election results a lot of people went out and voted based on emotion they didn't vote based on Trump's amazing track record with the Dow Jones uh, being at its lowest well at its strongest it's ever been and unemployment being at their lowest at, at the lowest they voted based on oh they get upset with Trump because he's a supposed racist and and I am using quotation marks around that word racist. Yeah, because when you ask them uh, who they vote in, then they tell you Joe Biden and you say to them, OK, name one uh, policy that he stands for or give me a reason for the uh, for why you're voting or supporting him. And then they say, yeah, I'm not really too involved in politics, but my mom knows a lot about politics and my mom is voting Biden. And then I say, yes, we know your mom's a lovely person. You love your mom, but your mom's not right about everything. Your mom doesn't know everything. Your mom's going to be biased. Rather than sit there, and this is the problem, people sit there, they listen to what their friends are telling them, they listen to what the media is telling them, they listen to what their parents are telling them, and let's be honest, half the time the parents are biased, the media is biased, the friends are biased. Go out, do the research for yourself, you'll actually see that your parents are probably uh, feeding you a one-sided story and one-sided facts. Well, most of the liberals themselves, when you ask them, why would they vote against the Republican Party? They say they're voting for decency. And if decency is the only thing that you're voting for, it's a clear indication that you're not going to rack up a whole lot of uh, votes. And if you are racking up a whole lot of votes, there's clearly some foul play involved. And I wouldn't consider decency being uh, not condoning BLM, um, allowing for shops and houses to be rioted, killing of babies, destroying the border, not uh, wanting to provide everyone with, uh, well, not wanting to ensure that everyone's taxes are lowered. That's not decency. And so when your only reason for why you think you should be voted in is decency, and then you go and you uh, have a clear win, like a 10 mil win over another candidate, it's clearly rigged. Raising cancer medication is definitely not decency. Raising cancer medication is definitely not winning an election either. But away from the emotional side, let's have a look at some of the facts. I know there are countless eyewitness accounts where people are sworn under the law uh, describing cases in which they saw foul play. The graphs statistically are improbable. It shows that there's no way Biden could have received so many votes. As well as there are cases where um, we see that many of the states that were blue states were closed early. Let's have a look at those. Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll post the picture of the graph on both our Twitter and our Instagram account. Uh, you can go there at Politics Hijacked and have a look at these graphs. Basically, what the graph is showing is that on the 3rd of November, Trump was winning 
uh, Michigan with 51%, and then around 3.42, 3.45, somewhere around there, on the 4th of November in the morning, 3.42, 3.45 in the morning, 4th of November, we have a major, major voting dump of around 143,000 votes for Joe Biden. Now, if you know anything about normal distribution graphs, is you'll know that when things like vote counting, it works very different because it doesn't work like a normal distribution graph with vote dumping, uh, with vote counting, sorry. You don't have a major hump in the floor where, oh, there's all of a sudden this many, the, the majority of the votes were counted around this time. It's more of like a very uh, consistent graph as votes are counted at a consistent rate. It's more so, cumulative. So when you have something like, yeah, cumulative, when you have something like 3,000 votes being counted every hour, for instance, at 3.45, it's very unlikely that there were so many additional uh, vote counters for 143,000 votes to automatically have been, uh, been counted somewhere. And I mean, there's a whole 245-page document or, or PDF of... Um, of affidavits that people have gone and signed at uh, at stations and under the law, uh, contesting these uh, uh, yeah voting uh, frauds, and they're going and they are uh, they're writing um, affidavits on what they've witnessed at their polls, and a large amount of these are challenges. And I mean, if I just look at one, uh, I'll put the document up on our on our Instagram as well as our Twitter, where you can go and have a look at it. I mean, if we look at one, I think this is page. Uh, I'll tell you now, 41, we can look at this affidavit over here. And this one is just talking about uh, she witnessed uh, at one table, there was uh, she was at the table where there was problems with certain votes. So problem votes were sent to one table where they would have been rec uh, recorded down. And when the poll counter, this woman is a poll challenger, she was watching a poll counter put these votes through the machine. And these, the machine was saying something with, there was uh, something wrong with the identity of these votes. And all this lady decided, she put quite a strange uh, date of birth on all six of these votes, the first of the first 1900. Yeah, that's what she put down on there. And uh, she would done this on six of the votes. And this lady who was a vote challenger, she only managed to get one of the votes because this lady was doing it quite quickly. And one of the vote numbers that she saw that this lady was rigging was 5430. So if you want to go and have a look at it, and you can read all the affidavits if you like, the one that I'm referring to here is on page 41 of the document. And not just necessarily, uh, like, uh, for instance, looking at vote challenges with regards to how you can see a clear indication that there is definitely voter fraud. How can Florida have counted 10.5 million ballots in 24 hours where Trump won 51.48? And Georgia has taken two days to count 4.8 million votes. And during that two-day period, Trump's margins were very quickly decreasing. That's a clear indication. Oh, they saw, oh, Georgia's now decreased. Uh, Biden's not going to win Georgia. Let's quickly send a whole lot of illegal votes over there and take a period of two days, and then it doesn't look like we vote dumped, but we'll definitely win that Georgia case. It's remarkable how Biden performs the best in the states where the vote counting is taking more time. Because when you're given more time, you're given more time to cheat. Yeah, and I mean, we can obviously see there's something wrong that's going on here. It's kind of ironic. They sort of like expose their own plans when 
uh, Kamala Harris is being called up to the stage to deliver one of her speeches, the lady who introduces her doesn't introduce her as like the Democrat vice president prospect, but rather uh, the, presi- uh, the president of the United States. I thought Joe was running for the president of the United States, not Kamala Harris. Yeah, and then we have a look yeah, in Detroit, we, for instance, we have a look in Detroit. So when they went through some of these, uh, when they went through uh, some of the votes that had been counted, they discovered that 4,788 duplicate registrations occurred. They discovered that 32,519 were more, um, were, oh, there were more, well, there was 32,519 more uh, registered voters than that were actually legible to vote. So 32,519 were illegible voters. 2,503 were dead people that were registered to vote, and there was one voter born in 1823. Now, unless you Moses, who lives for 900-odd years, I don't think you would still be casting your vote yeah, in 2020. And what truly then hit the final nail in the coffin with me is when they got so upset that there was that million mega march where people were going out into the streets of Washington and protesting against the vote. And they were so upset. You know, people, I like I always tell someone when I get in a bit of a heated argument with them, the only reason someone gets upset, the only reason someone gets aggressive, the only reason people get angry with you is when they are wrong, dishonest, or they know truly deep down that you are actually in the upper hand or you have the position above them. And so when you are saying that, no, this is a, this is a truthful uh, result. We had honest voting occurring throughout the country. And then when people go and uh, protest and want to question the voting, if you so honestly received a win in the election, you would, uh, you would go out and you'd say to the people, you'd actually promote them, go out. Check the votes. You'll see. There's nothing we have to hide. Put your trust in me. And if we had done that, then maybe it would have been a different story and people would have been like, oh, perhaps they won it truthfully. But when you're protesting about people who are questioning the validity of the voting, it also puts some suspect on you and suspicion whether or not that was a truthful vote. That goes to the story with them boarding up the windows at poll counting stations. I mean, if you want something to be honest, if you don't want people to have suspicions about it and you don't want speculations around the reliability of the votes and the vote counting, why would you board the windows up? You want people to look in so that they say, okay, this was an honest voting. You don't want to create speculation, so then there's no need to board up the windows. The only time you try and consider something is when you know you're going to be caught out or you know you're doing something that's wrong. Therefore, if they sealed the windows but they said it was an honest vote, well then you know. Obviously, it wasn't an honest vote. They're trying to hide something. What are you hiding, Sleepy Joe? We know you hide in your bunker and come out every now and then, but what are you? What else are you trying to hide? Another aspect that we have to look at is definitely media such as Clinton News Network, Fox News, unfortunately, they were also involved. 
and uh, we look at uh, places like Instagram and Twitter, where they were just calling the race early. They decided they were going to call him president-elect. They closed off many states early, so, uh, claiming that uh, Biden had already won them. Though it's not the media who decides who wins uh, or who becomes your president. It is the um, court, the courts. Once the courts can prove that every state had a fair and honest vote, then they can then go on to decide who is the president. And so when you have various places like the news channels and Twitter, they are going out and they're saying that Biden has already won. It makes many of the Republicans and the conservatives lose hope in Donald Trump winning and then they don't go out and stand in those long lines and vote and so when they're calling it early it almost makes things like that was their plan they wanted to discourage a whole lot of Trump supporters to not go out and vote because they're hearing on the news that Biden's already won a the state even though only 60% of the votes were counted or 50% of the votes were counted and that discouragement can honestly result in an unfair uh, voting election you also look at places like Twitter and Instagram, how they already had those tags predetermined and like made for the election season. And as soon as you post anything about it, they automatically just attach it to your post or your tweet. And that also raises suspicion. Did they perhaps know that they were going to steal the election? And in order to try and conceal many people coming forward with our witness accounts and many people contesting the vote, they just put those things on there to shadow ban them. You know, one thing that really annoys me is Twitter. I don't know why, but you know, the I think that was really when the owner Jack the Jack the retard. I think it was really when he openly disclosed that he's a Democrat and that he is a, a Democratic supporter. Now listen, yeah, okay. You are a platform. You are like a host. You. You provide a clean sheet where anyone can come on and offer their opinion. I can guarantee you now, in the beginning, if you had declared and you had op you, yeah, you had declared that you wanted to be a part of the discussion and a part of the segment, you wanted to be a part of it. People wouldn't have signed up with you, Mr. Jack. People wouldn't have supported Twitter. So you know what's the problem? Make it clear in the beginning where you stand, and then people will make a choice whether they want to be a part of that uh, that group or that techno that stupid platform. And you know what? That brings me on to my next segment. If you are tired of Twitter, then you should. If you too are tired of Twitter making up their own facts and deciding who's your president, join Tutor today, an app for conservatives who are tired of big tech and their ridiculous policies. Not only is Tutor free on Apple Store and Google Play, but Tutor too is uh, free from everything. Oh. If you too are tired of Twitter making up their own facts and deciding who your president is, Join Tutor, an app for conservatives who are tired of big tech and all their ridiculous policies. Not only is Tutor free on Apple Store and Google Play, but Tutor is the best place where people on the right side of the world can disclose their own opinions. If you too are tired of Twitter and the media making up their own facts and deciding who your president is, join Tutor today, an app for conservatives who are tired of big tech and their ridiculous policies. 
Not only is Tutor free on Apple Store and Google Play, but Tutor is the best app for people on the right side of the world who want to disclose their ideologies without being censored. Alright, I think that's coming to the end and we want to just wrap up the final thoughts of what we think about this. And if it comes to my side, my final thoughts on it is that obviously we know the elections were rigged. We know that the Democrats, the liberals, they're going to fight. They're going to say, oh, you Republicans, you conservatives, you're just making excuses. And you know what? If that's what they want to say, they can say it. But if we come to a conclusion, my conclusion is it was rigged. No one can tell me it wasn't rigged. The stats are there. We can see clear indications of vote dumping. We can see the clear indications. People have gone contested under the law. Uh, they have, they've said what they've seen. And I'm sorry, once again, it goes back to the problem that if people are acting on emotion instead of facts, well, then we're going to have a really bad run world. If you're telling me more than 74-odd million Americans voted for a man who's pro-abortion, the killing of innocent people, and pro of raising taxes and killing old people earlier, and he's pro not doing anything for 47 years, which is about 17% of the time that America's actually been a country with their flag. You outright lying, and you will never convince me that he won that election honestly. Just like he's been in a coalition with Ukraine, and his son sends pictures of his arsehole to Russia. It's all a big fact joke, like he's a joke too. So guys, remember, until next time, keep awake and keep on top of those facts. Or as Joe Biden would say, keep woke. Come on, man.